Hello and welcome to this episode of Leadership Guest Practices with me, Jeremy Blaine. Many executive leaders are struggling to build their capability to master the new knowledge, skills and behaviours that the modern workplace and fast-moving business environments demand. If there's anything we've learned about the very best leaders over the past two years, it is that their mindset has shifted and that has been the key catalyst to action and growth. In fact, without that mindset shift that some leaders need to make, McKinsey predicts that by 2024, it's likely that 85% of existing senior leaders could fail. Why? They're simply not ready, and some not willing, for the journey to lead in a modern digitalized world in which their employees, partners, stakeholders and customers are more demanding and where they themselves need to go on an accelerated learning journey. And that starts with a mindset shift. My guest, Payal Nanjani, is an expert coach, researcher, and executive leadership expert, and she knows a thing or two about how to succeed. In fact, she is focused squarely on this mindset shift specifically. Payal's mantra is that leadership starts and ends with you, and believes that you can achieve success in any economy and any situation. It's all about mindset, and it's at the heart of Payal's best-selling book, Success is Within. The 21 Ways for Achieving Results, Prosperity and Fulfillment by Changing Your Leadership Mindset. Finally, we can dig deeper into our leadership mindset and make some progress. So let's hear more. Hello and welcome to this episode of Leadership Guest Practices. Today we'll be talking about success is within for leaders everywhere. Thank you very much for joining me, Pyle, for this discussion. Please do introduce yourself, your business and your passion for supporting executive leaders, particularly today. Thank you so much, Jeremy, for uh, Jeremy for uh, inviting me to this lovely podcast of yours, this lovely show of yours. And uh, uh, so apart from being a world-recognized executive coach and a New York award-winning author, I am a mother to two lovely daughters. Uh, they are pretty much grown up now. Uh, And um, very recently, I was uh, recognized by the Times Group for uh, being one of the most influential leadership coaches and uh, uh, for being a leadership uh, speaker. And, um, uh, you know, for me, uh, for me, it all started with one question in my in my life, in my career life. Why do we have such few exceptional leaders in any organization? So. 15% 15% to be very precise, uh, you know, what, what, what about the rest, uh, you know, 75 to 80% of the people in the organization. So that's how my entire career started to being shaped. And, and that's where I come from. So, yeah, and I can, I can see that. And particularly now coming out of the pandemic where everybody is challenged, it doesn't matter the level and particularly leaders are going to need to start to unlearn potentially traditional older practices, relearn how to lead in the modern world with all the demands that we've got. And you speak about success is within from that perspective. So could you please explain this and how leaders with that mindset seem to flourish, particularly when when compared to leaders who don't? So success is within is a very simple concept, but very hard to implement for many. That's how I would uh, put it. So, you know, when I talk about successes within, uh, what I what I really put together is two cycles that we all operate in, whether it's you, me, anyone in the in the workforce, 
Uh, one is the traditional cycle where, uh, you know, we have a lot of importance being weighed on the skills of the person. So you have the skills, the potentials, the abilities, you know, you, you, you have all the required uh, resources, but at the same time, you know, you're really not living up to your potential. Your results are not uh, really very significantly impacting your own growth or your organization's growth. All of that, all of that begins to impact what I call the inner leader in a person. So, uh, you know, it, the inner leader is nothing but, the, but your state of mind. So it, it starts to impact your state of mind. And when that happens, what are you going to do with all your skills and your resources? You know, you're, you're going to sit back there and think, oh, you know what? I'm good for nothing. Nothing is going to happen in my life. You know, it's the lucky few who have become successful in their careers. And then with all those skills, with all those resources, you're really not getting the, the uh, results that you should be getting. And opposed to that is another cycle which I introduced uh, in the corporate world, which is called the progressive leadership cycle. And the progressive leadership cycle starts with your inner leader. It means you begin to condition yourself for success, you know, um, uh, and, and that's how you work on your skills, your potentials and everything. And you do not let the results or the behaviors of the people actually disturb your inner state of, uh, of uh, leading. And that's where the entire game changes. You know, it's um, uh, it's like it's, it's like what I say, 25 percent of your uh, career life is your skill set and 75 percent is the person behind the skills. So everything in your life, my life, depends on which cycle we are operating. And, and let me tell you something here, uh, Jeremy, is that, um, you know, 80% uh, of, the, of the people in the workforce, they actually operate unknowingly in the first cycle, which is the traditional cycle, where they let everything impact them and, and, and they just keep on building on the skills and nothing really shows up in their life. And only 20% of the people are operating in this so-called progressive cycle. That's that's uh, that's where success is within is uh, is rooted into. Yeah, I really get the progressive leadership kind of state that you need to get into, and particularly the the inner leader. You know, no matter how skilled you are potentially with everything kind of hitting leaders these days it can be oh, self-confidence yes. it can be challenge it can be anything self-doubt creeps in and it can start to impact kind of productivity and performance and we see that all all the time throughout businesses it's no wonder in fact that McKinsey right. came out with a survey at the end of last year saying that they predict by 2024 about 70 percent of senior leaders will fail do you, does that resonate with you? Yes, 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 absolutely. And uh, that that research that it, it's so true. We're already seeing it. You know, during these pandemic times, there was a very good article. I'm not sure if uh, you got it. It was in the Fortune magazine, I think, that spoke about the great uh, CEO exodus, and uh, it spoke about how some of these top CEOs have been exiting from their jobs and their roles. And this was just before the pandemic hit. It was somewhere in March. Even the lockdown hadn't happened in 2020 yet. And uh, the things have gotten worse now. You know, uh, there's, there, there is more tension. Um, you know, we have the NASDAQ uh, actually uh, putting a lot of pressure on the CEOs and executives to deliver the results. So absolutely, if you're not able to imbibe the success within a, a concept and really push yourself and shift into that progressive leadership cycle, or you're going to be really doomed in, in, in the times to come. 
Yeah, I, I recognize that myself. And uh, I, I was one of these Gen X leaders who voted with my feet. Uh, I said, you know what, I, I am I'm coming out of the corporate world. I don't want to take over an untransformed business in the state that it's mm-hmm. in now um, and figure out how we get to the 2030s. I can do that better from the outside sort of working in. So I totally understand that from uh, from personal experience. So I have to ask you this follow-up question, of course, what examples are there out there of organizations and leaders who are getting this right in terms of moving into the progressive leadership state and the impact on them and the organization? So I'll give you some of these names which I have really resonated with when it comes to the success with within concept and you know uh, leaders like uh, Steve Jobs like uh, uh, Oprah like Jeff Bezos how do you think they are achieving one goal after another setting up their companies uh, making sure that you know whatever is the economy they have they've gone through these recessions if they're going through right now how do you think they are moving ahead achieving one goal from another and I, I and I'm going to give a very very uh, live example uh, incidents here. I'll, I'll share this with the uh, with the listeners. Um, this happened, I think, way back in 2012 or 2013. This is when this entire concept of successes within I had birthed it and and it had got uh, recognized. Uh, you know, I was traveling to Dubai, and I was traveling there to give a uh, uh, to speak at a conference. And while on the way to the conference hotel. I see that, you know, there is this row of street side lovely shops in Dubai, out of which one of the shops was very burnt out, completely burnt down. And I see this, you know, board put up there. My shop has been burnt. My determination has not. I will be back soon. And that same evening, I meet with one of my potential clients uh, and I meet him at the one of the most recognized hospitals in, uh, in Dubai. And, um, you know, we signed the contract and everything in the hospital. And what got him to the hospital was, uh, you know, a big financial loss that took place in his life. Uh, uh, One of his clients uh, had uh, filed for bankruptcy. And because of that, he was facing, he and his team was facing the loss. And he was in the hospital with a minor cardiac arrest. And that same night, I was thinking, I've been, I'm seeing two examples. One a person who has no resources, barely any skill sets, shop is burnt down, no resources or money or team. And he says, I am going to be back. My determination has not burnt down. My shop has, I will be back here soon. And I have this person with the, uh, you know, uh, with the best of the resources. He's in one of the most expensive hospitals of Dubai. Uh, he has a great team uh, and, he, and, and he's got the money, everything. And, and his entire thought process has landed him up into the hospital. So, you know, if we do not get this concept right, that we've got to condition ourselves, because today it's the pandemic, tomorrow it may be just something else, none of us know what's coming our way in, in, in our work life. If we do not get this concept right, uh, and, and we do not begin to practice it, we are, we are going to see a lot, of, a lot of downfall, not only in our lives, but in our, in our um, organizations. Uh, uh, you know, we are we are, we are we are going to we are going to just go, finish the work and leave. We are not going to become what we want to become in the process. 
Yeah, I totally get that. In fact, uh, when you were talking there, it's I think we used to call this a can-do attitude. <laughs> this is looking looking at the the opportunities and how to get them rather than the challenges and the problems that that we've got. And you're so right. The cost of not having that is that you 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 risk actually more rapid failure these days in in the in in, in the pace of change that we have within our organisations. Um, for sure. And I think that's really important to understand that it really starts at mindset at mindset level. So you talk about that success is within and you talk about that mindset. How does the mindset of that leader impact the rest of the organization when we consider things like engagement, motivation, attraction, retention of employees when it goes right or when they've got it right, but also when they're getting it wrong? Yeah, you 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 definitely can. Um, just to answer your question, how does it impact? Uh, you know, when we consider the motivation and 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 the other aspects in the organization, um, the entire concept of success is within is based on the fact that you take yourself with you everywhere. Okay, right. So uh, to that meeting, to that conversation, to that project, to that uh, new role, the, the, the client deal, that new job. So it means that, you know, if you are successful, you, you're going to make sure that success follows you everywhere. And if you feel like a failure, if, you, if you're going to be negative all the time, you're going to take that with you everywhere. So uh, one of the biggest impacts we have seen, uh, you know, in the overall organization is that you begin to develop more leaders in the process, because now people are not waiting for outside uh, success. You know, they're not waiting for positions or titles or uh, roles and, and, hey, you know, you need to declare me as a as a leader and I need to have this uh, chair and, 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 and everything title bestowed upon me. So what we have seen is we have seen that there are more people willing to show leadership as opposed to people thinking, oh, this is not my role. He or she is the person in, in charge of it. So more accountability, um, less of um, less of uh, people leaving the jobs, you know, so you, you, you retain your people more now. Because, uh, because when you believe in that concept that you take yourself with you everywhere, uh, basically, you know that it's really not the job, it's not the boss, or it's not your colleague or the economy or the government for that reason. It's really you. So, uh, you know, if, if you're going to feel like a failure in your current organization, guess what? You are going to behave and feel like a failure, even in the new organization. Uh, and it's just a matter of time and it's just going to happen. You know, you're just going to feel that again, that, oh, you know, I'm, I'm again with another like this boss and I'm, 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 there's no growth in the organization. So uh, we've seen that there's been a huge transformation in the thinking of the of the people. And when they change that thinking, when they transform themselves from inside, oh, we see more people taking up new roles, more jobs, more innovations. Uh, you know, I, I am seeing uh, more people coming back to me and saying, hey, you know what, I see more accountability into my teams. So that's the overall uh, overall impact it has on people and organizations likewise. Yeah, that can-do thinking impacts can-do action almost, doesn't it? It's And I understand that from the, the leaders that I've known that have this, they have this successes within, they practice this progressive leadership cycle that you've been talking about as well. One thing that struck me when you were talking there, Pyle, is that 
you've worked globally. Um, I've worked globally. I was based in Asia for seven years as well. And we talk about Eastern and Western leadership and management practices. So when, when we consider those, how do they differ potentially when you're talking about progressive leadership cycle and that attitude of successes within? Hmm. So um, I have I have stayed most of my life in the U.S. and worked in both places in the Asian uh, continent as well as the Western uh, uh, companies. What I have seen is that you know one of uh, one of one of the major differences I have seen is that uh, in in the um, in the Western world we have a less human approach. Okay, when I say that, uh, when I say we have a less human approach, I mean that we are very focused on our processes of exactly, you know, everything has to be set and and processes can be just handled. We are going more towards AI than than what I am seeing in the Asian uh, uh, part of the world. So there is less of the human uh, touch and more focus on the uh, on the uh, process and and you know contracts for and the amount of contracts and I have seen in the Western world in the US I have barely seen it in the when I deal with my clients in the Asian world and um, in the Eastern side they place a lot of emphasis on the human side on the human connections I can tell you this even today uh, you know when I when I am uh, I'm currently in India for business expansion reasons. And what I have noticed is there is a lot of human human connection uh, in a place where we are all comfortable online and virtually. Let me tell you, in the Asian side, they are still waiting, you know, to get out of their offices, meet the people, and uh, the comfort level of working online is not to uh, to that extent as we see it in 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 America or or in the uh, in the Western approach. And I think the West talks a lot about empowerment, empowering others to grow, empowering uh, you know, people to take up more roles, which I think in, in the Eastern culture, we see a lot of um, leadership as a hierarchy. You know, it's, it's less flexible and we see it more as a hierarchy that, hey, you know what? It has to be position led. It has to be someone who is sitting on that chair for you and me to know, hey, you know what? It's it's this person, and and this is the go-to person. This is the leader. So I think, all in all, with the with the world becoming extremely tight and small now, uh, you know, because of the virtual uh, world that we have all in, I think somewhere the Eastern and the Western leadership cultures have started to integrate and and merge. Uh, I am seeing that in India there was a concept where we believed that. Uh, uh, you know, success is not the materialistic gains in your in your career. But I would not say that's the truth right now. It's it's changed a whole lot today. We believe what the Western world believes that success is materialistic, and 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 we must you know accumulate. So I think in some way or the other, it's all integrating and and really weaving inside slowly but surely. I agree with you, and I I would add into that that. The kind of capitalism that we practice in the West is slightly different to the East. There's a lot more now challenging that and calling for leaders to step up as forces for good, more human centered leadership everywhere in the world, not just kind of the definition of uh, East and West. 
So I agree that is coming together. And as the world shrinks and as as we know, the blended workforce is going to is going to increase, not just hybrid working. So that means that independent workers will be a formalized part of the workforce and it could be geography free. So when we've got that borderless approach, things do have to kind of merge a bit, don't they? Sure. So, yeah, that's an interesting one for me, because when when I then say, right, if I'm a leader and this is going to happen, uh, I'm being challenged as a leadership, uh, as, as a leader and my leadership is being challenged. The world is shrinking. Uh, we're coming together. I've got workforce shift. I've got digital digital shift. I've got to find this within myself to that can do attitude to, to move forward. So. The $64,000 question for you, Pyle, is this. What specific steps can executive leaders take to adopt a more progressive leadership cycle so they they bring that success from within, without, if you like, and how do they know that they're making progress? You have to make that shift, Jeremy. That's what I would say. You know, that that, that, that shift is so important. In fact, um, I uh, I help so many leaders and executives make a change in their thought process and in their behaviors. That's exactly where you start adopting the successes within my, uh, practice. You know whether I whether you call it as my coaching practice or uh, you know I, I my my first book was based on on successes within. So you know. I have observed that many people are stuck in their professional lives just where they are, not because they don't know, uh, you know, they don't have the skills or the credentials. It's because they are repeating the their patterns. You know, they uh, they have these goals which are up here, like you know, uphill goals, but their behaviors, their everyday thinking is downhill, and because of that, it creates this gap between where they are and where they want to be. And, and they are repeating this pattern over and over again and getting the same results every time. You know, uh, business owners get the same percentage of growth every year. Individuals in the corporates who aspire for growth, they get stuck in the same role for eight years, 12 years, 15 years. You know, and it's really sad to see that. And um, uh, and here, you know, the we have the business world putting the entire focus on skill sets, whereas we need to know that we haven't really groomed our people to make a change in their thought pattern and in their behaviors. And I think that's where we all need to need to start. We need to take a step back and we really need to stop looking at, hey, you know what, he or she has these skills. Even I should get these skills and I should get these skills from here and every skill should be mine. It's really not going to take you anywhere. What has brought you till here and what will take you to the next level is very different. So, you know, I think the the place that we all need to begin with is to make that shift in our thought process and in our behaviors so that we, you know, we we come out of that feeling of frustration, of, uh, of blaming the economy, the government, the management, the boss. We need to, we need to really step out of all that and, and Consciously make that shift that, okay, you know what, this is where I start from. This is how I'm conditioning myself. So when people come to me for coaching, that's where we start from. And that's when you begin to see the progress every day. Progress is very visible. You don't have to really, you know, I'm not going to tell you that, hey, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, sit and do this assessments and then you're going to get, no, no, no. 
on a daily basis, on a scale of one to 10, just rate yourself today where you are when it comes to, say, discipline. Okay, in, in, in your life, uh, in your career life, when it comes to discipline, if you're just waiting for motivation versus discipline on a scale of one to 10, where are you? And just read yourself, you know, you will always have a true answer. And if your answer is, hey, I'm on a level of five. Okay, so tomorrow I need to be on a level six. And what do I need to do on a level six? A level seven, level eight, you eventually get there. So, so and we've seen this huge transformation in people. You know, when we do their coachings or when we are speaking at organizations, huge transformation when they just 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 click it, you know, that this is exactly where I start. This is how I get there. And this is how I move ahead. So it's a daily practice. Yes, it is, uh, particularly for leaders who have that doubt or that the doubt is creeping in or has been there for a while. Like you say, it's sort of stagnated a bit. Absolutely. That shift in the thought patterns, as you've talked about, shift in behaviors it's a transformational mindset and many leaders will need help getting there. And you're quite right to kind of raise the fact that, you know, the coaching element behind it and how you support organizations, you know, has been a, been a wonderful success because you really need to accompany the journey and many leaders need that help. And some just, that may be the first step for some of those leaders to hold their hand up and say, you know what, I need a little bit of help. So you are the person pile to help them. So how can people find out more from you, get in touch with you and continue the discussion? Uh, I'm available on LinkedIn. I put up a lot of uh, resources of leadership on LinkedIn and on my Instagram page. And it's it's all under the name of Pyle Nanjiani. And, uh, uh, you know, we run blogs and podcasts uh, regularly. So every, every, every day there is something new on leadership that helps them to make that transition into the progressive cycle and really begin to practice the successes within concept. Great. Well, thank you so much for joining me, Payal Nanjani. It's been a great conversation. Something at the start of 2022 is perfect for leaders who are looking for that boost, looking to release themselves from within. Many thanks indeed, and good luck for the year ahead. Thank you so much. It is such an honor to be here on your show, and this is a wonderful platform that you have created. So thank you for uh, inviting me. It's an honor. Thanks very much, and goodbye. Thank you for joining our Guest Practices videocast. Please do subscribe to our YouTube channel through the link below or check out our website to access more in our current series of expert interviews.